you have been, but in essence and in reality, God is the sustainer. Father God, we thank you for this word. Thank you for the blessings of this word. Give us a great understanding. Let revelation knowledge flow freely to represent you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This message Today is sustainability, the ability to be sustained, supported, upheld, or confirmed. If you want to read Psalms, the 23rd chapter, starting at the first verse, this is our lesson text. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me, I shall not lack. The Lord is the one who is shepherding me. I lack nothing. And that was in the Amplified, King James Version, Amplified Classic, and the New International Version. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In other words, the Lord is my sustainability. I shall not want. The Lord is my sustainability to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. The Lord is, the, is my sustainability, which is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Now, sustainability supports, in other words, God supports us. He upholds us. He said in Psalms, in the passage of a song, and it says, the Lord upholdeth me in his right hand. Though he shall fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him in his right hand. Now, the reason why that God is sustaining us because we have an enemy that wants to bring us down. And he cannot bring us down because God is the one that sustains us. If you read Hebrews 11, chapter 17, verse by faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son. Now that's a metaphor, if you want to look at it, when God has gave, gave his only begotten son. But in essence, Abraham 
didn't have to sacrifice his son because why? There was a sustainable ram in the thicket for Abraham to sacrifice rather than sacrificing his son. But the metaphor is still there. By faith, Abraham, when he was put to the test, while the testing of his faith was still in progress, listen, your testing, the testing of your faith is still in progress. Had already brought Isaac for an offering. He who had gladly received and welcomed God's promise was ready to sacrifice his only son. His faith was in progress. In other words, faith without works is dead. So his faith was still in progress. Your faith still has to be in progress knowing that God will provide. It may not seem like God will provide at that given time, but God will provide. Just keep your faith still in progress. In other words, keep moving. Don't stop. Keep moving and God will provide. Abraham kept moving. Abraham, in his mind, knew that he had to sacrifice his only son, but at the same time, his faith was still in progress. And as his faith was still in progress, guess what happened? There was a ram in the thicket, and he, he did not have to sacrifice his only son, but he sacrificed the ram in place of his son. Why? Because God has sustained a sacrifice for him rather than his son Isaac. But Abraham was still in obedience. And he knew within himself that his faith was still in progress. That God would provide him a much better sacrifice than his son. And as Abraham decided to sacrifice his son, at that given moment, the word of God spoke and called the name Abraham and told him to look and see that the ram is in the thicket. The ram was stuck. He was there for the sacrifice. He was stuck in between the thickets. And God honored Abraham's faith because Abraham's faith was still in progress. Even with the satirian soldier that confronted Jesus and asked him to heal his servant. His servant was at his house. He was on his dying bed and the satirian soldier just asked if Jesus can just say or send his word and his servant shall be healed. Now, that is a faith that is still in progress. We're going through certain situations, but you have to remember, according to Hebrews 11th chapter in the 17th verse, that Abraham's faith was still in progress. You still have to have faith 
when you don't see your way out, but you have faith that God will sustain you because he is the sustainability of our being. He, he feeds us. He guides us. Not only that he feeds and guides us, but he shields us. In other words, he's protecting us. That's part of the sustainability. Psalms 23 and 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd to feed God and shield me. I shall not lack. Now the metaphor with John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Let me read that again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, shall not lack, but have sustainable Life that can have a sustainability of life should not perish, should not lack, but have everlasting or sustainable life. John 3.16, God, so God, God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believing in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And the thing is, the reason why Jesus died on the cross, because he was bruised for our way. By his stripes, we are healed. So that is a sustainability that comes with salvation or that comes with believing who God is in your life. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. And if you read the latter part of that scripture on John 3.16, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, shall not lack, but have sustainable life. In other words, have a sustainable lifestyle through Christ Jesus because he died on the cross, not just for our sins, but for health, wealth, and prosperity. Genesis 22, 1 through 19, 22nd verse says, 22nd chapter, 1 through 19, and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I, here I am. Now, Abraham was being called to sacrifice his only son. Abraham stood in the, pro in the progress of his faith. In other words, we have to keep it moving. Though it may be what you don't want at that time, but in that given time, your faith is still in progress. The Bible says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trap, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. So still have your faith in progress. In other words, don't give up. Let your faith continue until God intervenes, until God sustains you. 
because he will sustain you. If you read in the uh, Amplified Genesis 22, after these, these events, God tested and proved Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here, here I am. Now Abraham was there uh, with an ear to hear what God wanted him to do. But at the same time, when God told him to sacrifice his only son, Abraham had his faith still in progress for something else. And Isaac kept asking him, who is he going to sacrifice? And Abraham responded, God shall, God will uh, provide. And when, when Abraham said God will provide, in other words, Abraham was still in progress with his faith. When it says, while the testing of his faith was still in progress, Abraham said that God would provide. And what happened, the ram appeared in the thicket. So, when you're going through your situations, just look and know that God will sustain you and that will be a ram in the thicket rather than the situation that you're in to sacrifice your only thing that you have. Because God can sustain Isaiah 53, if you read that, and then 1 Samuel 17, David and Goliath, David was the youngest of Jesse's 12 sons. Isaiah 53, I'm going to read that. This is all about sustainability from God. It's not that we are sustaining ourselves is that God is sustaining us because he feeds us, he guides us and not only that, he protects us. Isaiah Who has believed confidently, trusted in, trusted in, relied on, and adhered to our message of salvation? And to whom, if not us, has the arm and infinite power of the Lord been revealed? For he, the servant of God, grew up before him like a tender shoot like a tender shoot plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He has no stately form or majestic splendor that we would look at him, nor handsome. Appearance that, Hampson appearance that we would be attracted to him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and pain acquainted with grief and like one from whom men hide their faces he was despised and we did not appreciate his worth or esteem him but in fact he has borne our griefs this is Christ Isaiah 53 and he has carried our sorrows and pain, pains yet we ignorantly 
assume that he was stricken, struck down by God, and degraded and humiliated by him. But he was wounded, listen, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our wickedness, our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing. The punishment required for our well-being fell on him. And by his stripes, wounds, we are healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned each one to his own way. But the Lord has caused the wickedness of us all, our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing, to fall on him instead of us. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth to complain or defend himself. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that is silent before her shears. So he did not open his mouth after oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, his con contemporaries who among them concerned himself with the fact that he was cut off from the land of the living by his death for the transgression of my people to whom the stroke of death was due. His grave was assigned with the wicked, but he was, and, but he was with a rich man in his death because he had done no violence, nor there were there any deceit in his mouth, yet the Lord was willing to crush him causing him to suffer. If he would give himself as a guilt offering an atonement for sin, he shall see his spiritual offspring. He shall prolong his days and the will, good pleasure of the Lord shall succeed and prosper in his hand as a result of the anguish of his soul. He shall see it and be satisfied. By his knowledge of what he has accomplished, the righteous one, my servant, shall justify the many, making them righteous, upright, before God, in right standing with him, for he shall bear the responsibility for their sins. Therefore, I will divide and give him a portion with the great kings and rulers and he shall divide the spoils with the mighty because willingly poured out his life to death now Jesus sacrificed his life in order to have us sustained he became the sustainability of our lives because he sacrificed his life now, if you read over in Genesis 27, 37, and Isaac answered Esau, Behold, I have made Jacob your lord and master. I have given all his brethren to him for service. And with corn and new wine have I sustained him. What then can I do for you, 
my son. Isaac answered Esau, Behold, I have made Jacob your Lord and Master. We talking about the Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Genesis 45, 11. And there, and there I will sustain and provide for you so that you and your household and all that are yours may not come to poverty or want. For there are yet five more years of the scarcity, hunger, and starvation of famine. And this is a prophecy that was prophesied, but at the same time, God was letting them know that all that are yours may not come to poverty and want. But it's going to be all around you. But it's not going to affect you at all. We are in a situation right now that we're in, but our faith is still in progress. In the midst of this situation that we're in, it may not come to poverty or want. God still can sustain us. He is the sustainability of our lives. If you let Psalms 23 and 1 get into your spirit, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, that's a lot to say in just that one verse. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In other words, I'm depending on God to sustain me. Not me or not we ourselves, but we are depending on God to sustain us. First of all, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my provider. The Lord is my protector. The Lord is the one that feeds me. Nehemiah, the ninth chapter, 21st verse, 40. Now listen at this. 40 years you sustained them in the wilderness. We talking about the Israelites that was freed by the Egyptians. When Moses came over and said, let my people go. They were stuck in the wilderness for 40 years. Nehemiah 9, 21. 40 years you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out and their feet did not swell. Sustainability. Job, the 26th chapter, second verse. How you have helped him who is without power. How you have sustained the arm that is without strength. Even though you're going through, you have to know in the back of your mind or in, the, in your subconscious mind that God is who he says he is and that your faith is still in progress. Somebody shout with a loud voice, my faith is still in progress in spite of what I'm going through with, in spite of what's around me, 
my faith is still in progress even in the midst of things that are around me. It doesn't look too bright. The sacrifice is there. But I don't want to sacrifice my son. But I'm going to do it because God wants me to sacrifice my son. But in my inward man, in my faith, I still believe that God is a provider. My faith is still in progress. The ram is in the thicket. In the midst of my faith, faith being in progress, the ram is in the thicket. I do not have to sacrifice my only son because God gave me a ram in the thicket to sacrifice the ram. Luke, the fourth chapter, the fourth verse, and Jesus replied to him, and Jesus replied to him, it is written, man shall not live and be sustained by on bread alone, but by every word and expression of God. And Jesus replied, who did he reply to? He replied to the enemy. He replied to Lucifer. He replied to the devil himself. It is written, man should not live and be sustained by on bread alone, but by every word and expression of God. Every word and expression of God. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, the expression of God. We know that our redeemed lives. Now what we have to do is understand who is our source. Is your job your source? Is that who's keeping you sustained, your job? No. Jesus Christ is your source. He is the one that sustains you. Sustainability comes from God, not from man, not from your job, although man should always work. If you don't work, you don't eat, but at the same time, he give you the ability to sustain yourself through his strength. Father God, we thank you for this message. Thank you for the revelation knowledge. Thank you for giving us a mind to know that our faith must still be in progress in the midst of our trying times or being tested. Our faith is still in progress. And we thank you for that. And we know that you are our provider. And we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank God for his word. Thank God for sustainability. Being sustained. The ability to be sustained, supported, upheld or confirmed. Christ confirmed us when he died on the cross. That is our confirmation of sustainability. So, what shall we want? What shall we lack? We do not have to lack anything or 
want for anything because why? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. Thank God. Over blessing you as long as you're on this earth to be sustained by the power of God. He's going to feed you. He's going to guide you. And not only that, he's going to protect you with his shield. Again, he keeps on blessing me, keeping me sustained, and not let me lose my mind because of what? Situations. My faith is still in progress of God's will and sustainability. In Jesus' name, let your faith still be in progress. Because there is a ram in the thicket for you. Bless God. Bless his word. His expressions of words. The kingdom of heaven. Yes, God.